You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Joined, as always, on Tuesdays by Dwayne Long from the capital city of Columbus. Dwayne, overcast, basic day. Yeah, well, we've had uh, plenty of sun recently, so uh, I'm not going to complain too much. I would agree. We've had our spring, albeit late. Speaking of late, Offensive lineman Jager Burton was supposed to have announced his commitment shortly. Given the current situations with visits, etc., meaning there are none, he has pushed back his announcement date to August the 24th. It is believed that Burton is down to his home state, Kentucky, and Ohio State. He claims in a recent article we have on the site that he talks to a representative of Ohio State staff virtually every single day, Dwayne. Do you think the move back helps or hurts Ohio State? And refresh everybody's memory on what you think of Jacob Burton as a prospect. I would, whenever a, a player is supposed to commit uh, and then doesn't, I start. If I'm the school that thought he was going to, uh, that you know that he was favoring, I start to think, uh oh, what happened? And if Ohio State's that much in touch with him. I just don't understand, you know, if he's got connections to Kentucky, that's a different thing. Just because he's an in-state kid, you know, you're resigning yourself to probably, I mean, if Kentucky was a three or four loss team, it would be different. But Kentucky's going to have five or six losses every year. That's kind of hard to just say, okay, uh, it's home state school and that's where I'm going to go. When you can go compete for national championships at Ohio State. And also, here's another thing. We've had uh, – just have not had a great deal of success with uh, tackles until, you know, we got some really good guys in here. Jim Bowman had a completely different uh, way of going about recruiting, and it really impacted us. And, you know, we're just getting out of this. Uh, at, you know, when we started into the, um, into the Meyer era and just trying to establish a relationship with more tackles and get them in here. And now we've had real success and here in the last few years. So, uh, but, but inside getting back to my point, we've had a great deal of success getting centers and guards into the league. And that's what Burton is. He's not going to be a tackle here. He's going to be a guard. He's got to, he's got to pay attention to that. You know, when most kids, when they leave state, leave their in-state schools, they're thinking about the NFL. Their college is just a, uh, training ground for them. It's not a love of school. In-state kids, it's mostly love of school. Out-of-state kids, they're looking for the easiest route, the best route to the NFL. So uh, he's got to look at that, that, you know, we've had uh, really good success with getting inside guys into the NFL. It's interesting. The board obviously does not accept Kentucky competing with Ohio State for a football commit. 
Ohio State hasn't had as much success with tackle in the draft. That's going to change, though, if you look at the roster. Thayer Mumford, Paris Johnson, Dewan Jones, Nicholas Petit-Frere, I believe, will all be reasonably high draft picks at some point. Let's move in-state. Bill Kerlick recently had an article that ranked his top 10 guys in the class of 2022 and their likelihood of becoming Buckeyes. Gabe Powers of Marysville comes up. There was a recent post by Love the Bucks. We love it when our posters bring such quality information. Powers will also consider Penn State, Clemson, and Notre Dame, but as a heavy Ohio State lean. We have not discussed Gabe Powers on this show yet. Can you share with the people your feelings on him as a player, how important it is to have him be a part of the class of 2022 for Ohio State? Gabe Powers is special. Gabe Powers is better than Cade Stover. And, you know, we've got guys with similar buildings, builds, but Powers is a little taller, a little longer. Uh, I think that if he comes in as a linebacker, which is what he should come in as, just like Stover, I think he's got a better chance at making uh, the transition to defensive end than Stover did. He's just a longer, taller kid, and it, that matters on the, on the edges, whether it's on offense or defense. Uh, defensive ends, offensive tackles, you've got to have length. And you have that with Powers. This is an incredible athlete. That would be a naked jaunt get uh, for Gabe Powers to come in. Uh, he's, he's one of those kids that falls into that rare category, which is above five-star. It's must-have. Gabe Powers, we've got to keep him here. And I think we will. Uh, as, as I said, he's just wherever you put him, He's just making plays. And let's, let's point this out, uh, the higher level of competition. He's definitely pay, playing week in and week out against a, a clearly higher level of competition. So, you know, you say, well, Cade Stober uh, uh, dominated at his level. Absolutely, he did. And he was absolutely a player we want. And, uh, but, but still, it was against a lower level of competition. Gabe Powers is playing against... You know, Division One. every week he's playing against that kind of uh, – it's just bigger kids, more athletes. It's just a different level. It's that simple. Uh, and he's just that much more impressive. He's a must-have kid. Good time to take a break. We'll be back. We are back. Dwayne, 24-7 Sports did their preseason rankings. Ohio State was number one. They have since gone back and done a – what is the greatest concern for every top 25 team? Obviously, at the very top, your concerns are few. The one listed for Ohio State says it's unlikely to affect them during the season, but if they get to the playoff, do you believe Ohio State will have a championship-level secondary? If we get to that level, if we're at the end of the season, we're being looked at as a possible playoff team, then the secondary has come together, Dan. It's that simple. There's no way that you can be a, a lax, a underperforming secondary the way the game is played now at the college level. The ball's flying in the air all the time. You've got to have a solid secondary, if not an outstanding secondary. They at least got to be, a, you know, they can't be a liability. And I think we have the talent to do that. We're just, we got a bunch of inexperienced guys. And losing that many kids at one time, I mean, that's, that's just, wow. <laughs> that's just, you're replacing the secondary, period. You know, well, let's say we got one back. 
that's it. Because when you count, you have to look at, at defense these days. Instead of 11, it's 12 because you got the nickelback is in there so much. You have to include him in the starting lineup, but, you know, just theoretically. Uh, we got Sean Wade back. That's really the only thing we have to build it on. We got Proctor at safety who showed a lot of promise. Uh, you know, so we've got, we got the building blocks. We should be a good secondary. Uh, we'll see. And if we are a good secondary, then we're going to compete. The offense is going to win football games for us this year. It's going to happen. The defense, it, it's got time to gel. It's got time for these younger guys to get some experience. It would have been great to get them in spring ball. That's, that's one thing I'm going to look back on if the secondary does not step up is that, you know, we got some inexperienced guys and they did not have spring to uh, get more experience when they were getting the first team reps against the wide receiver core that is as good as – I bet the NFL would like to have the wide receiver core we have. But, uh, yeah, if, if, the, if we're in that, in that conversation at the end of the year, it says the secondary came together and uh, the, the, these, the talent surfaced. I said it before, say it again, it's a statement of the obvious, but I cannot think of another individual returning to a football team and spurning the NFL draft, at least a non-quarterback. That made a, It's going to make a bigger impact, not only on the team, but the outlook for the season that Sean Wade has. So big ups to the Wades for coming back. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a great Tuesday, Bucknutters. Nutters.